Welcome to church. I'm Jesse B. Peterson. Thank you for being with me. Good morning. It's going to be an amazing service. We're going to have to get in and out. There's a certain time I can't go over or my staff will yell at me. Uh, it might want to choke me. <laughs> so uh, get your questions and comments ready on our YouTube chat line. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. How y'all? Good. Any questions before I get rolling? You look like Jesus. You. <laughs> You've been told that before? Yes. You've been told you look like Jesus? My name is Moses. <laughs> <You're> not... <laughs> hey, Moses. Okay. Is this your first time here? Yes. How did you hear about us, Moses? YouTube. Oh, uh, yeah? Have you ever uh, you been in the desert? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah? I'm from Israel. Oh, you're from Israel? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Any question, Moses? Uh, I just love what you're doing. Wanted to be here. And so you do look like Jesus. When we play a movie, I want you to play Jesus. Sure. All right. I've done that before. I'm glad you're here, Moses. Um, anybody have any questions? Oh, yes, sir. Um, so I, uh, I found you on Netflix. Uh, what is it? Newsmax. Yes. And um, I called your radio show about a month ago. Uh, my question was, you know, about about anger and forgiving your your mother and, and your father. And my question was, well, they both passed away, and how do I do that? Right. So it's about doing the silent prayer, and I do that most mornings. Um, I have a problem doing it at night. My brain is like racing too much. Right. But uh, well, that's why you should do it. Yeah. And watch your racing brains. Yeah. Because otherwise you be you're involved with them and you don't want to be a part of that. Uh huh. So make sure you watch that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I did forgive them in in the spirit. Yes. Okay. And I did feel a change. I'm much. I'm at peace. Yes. Um. But I guess my question is, how do I know that I have? Uh, gotten rid of the spirit of anger completely. And the, you will know when situations come. Okay, so that, that's what happened. So my, my wife and I are separated, going through early stages of divorce. Right. And I had a conversation with her on the phone 10 days ago, maybe. And, and, and I told her about you and how I, the, like the spirit of anger wasn't controlling me anymore. And, um, but she was like pressing my buttons, and really, I wasn't sure if where the line is of was I responding in anger or was I just responding in truth? Did you feel angry, angry at her when she was trying to press? You have buttons to press. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> this is your first time here. Yes. So, what can she press that will make you angry? What can she say to you? Um, lies. So, like, if she lied to you. That would make you angry? Right. If she said, well, I never took care of her, and, and I felt you know, that I came up with things that I did do to take care of her. But you shouldn't. Don't try to prove it. You say, oh, good. I'm glad you're gone now. I don't have to. <laughs> I'm okay. glad you know that. Okay. Uh, that makes sense? It does, but I guess I'm, 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 my question is, how do I know? Again, I'm at peace. Right. But that conversation didn't go well. And I felt like, gosh, do I still have anger? Um, what it is, you, you're still living in your thoughts. So when she was doing it, you got lost in your head. 
mm-hmm. and you will believe in the lies of your imagination. Mm-hmm. But don't worry about it, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Don't judge yourself when you find out you're overreacting still, and then eventually it'll pass. You can't have any opinion at all. You all wait now, so now you can just see and overcome. Mm-hmm. But don't judge yourself. Don't say, oh, I'm falling back, or I'm not where I thought I would be. That's Satan lying to you. Okay. Have no opinion about it. Just watch it. All right. One one follow up. Yeah. Is uh-huh. so like I'll ask her like why are you leaving? Why did you leave the house? And you know, it wasn't it wasn't adultery? We're both believers. And she comes up with you know basically she, what she brings up a lot is that I didn't cherish her. What does that mean? Uh, make her number one and oh, you know. <laughs> did she tell you that? Yeah, multiple times. And what did you say? I did my best, you know. You tried to cherish her? Yes. Why would you do that? No wonder she left. Okay. You were weak. <laughs> okay. Uh, never, ever, 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 never, ever, ever, never, never, never cherish a woman. Mm-hmm. Because um, she would see you as a weak man. And if you don't do it, she'll try to make you do it. And if you give in, she'll hate you for it. Wow. That okay. makes sense? It does. It's kind of kind of twisted and upside down, but it does make <laughs> sense. Yeah. That's why you have to wake up so you can see what's going on. Okay. Well, thank you. So you would, like, worship this woman? Pardon me? You worship her sometimes? Made her feel good about herself? I try to, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Stop doing that. Okay. You have to be a living example, so to show her how to overcome that. Oh, her not desire good. to be cherished, you mean? Her, her desire, yes. Ah. Because she, any woman that wants to be made to feel that way yeah. is in darkness, and she's looking to the man to help her overcome it. Right. But she might not realize it until you help her overcome it. Never, oh. never uh, go along with anyone's emotions. Like if a woman says, you don't like my emotions, you don't feel emotional, don't go along with that. That's not yeah, love. That, that's one thing I've learned from listening to you, is, yeah. is the, the emotion trap. Yes. Yeah. That's from darkness. Okay. Isn't that amazing? It is. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And you just allow yourself to grow. You'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. Are you dating now? No, we're still technically married, so. Oh, good. Yeah. You have kids? I do. It's my daughter, Julia, here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you would never date again the rest of your life? I'm not going to say that. I mean... Uh, Why would you need to date? She's going to get married, have some babies. Then you need to be around to be the granddaddy. Okay. And you don't need another woman between you guys. <laughs> okay. Isn't that right, Julie? See, she agree. <laughs> they didn't hear you agree. Put the mic just to her mouth. Isn't that right? <laughs> I guess so. You have In brothers ways. and sisters? I do. Do you want another woman to become between you and your father? Uh, if it makes him happy. It won't make him happy. It makes him miserable. <laughs> <laughs> because she's going to take him away from you guys. That makes sense? It does, yeah. Yeah. So how old are you? I'm 63. You don't need to be married anymore. Well, I'm not going to get married again. You don't need to date. That's for sure. Why do you need a date? Loneliness, companionship. Those are all the reasons you need to return to God. Uh-huh. Once you return to him, 
He yeah. will give you perfect peace, and you will never know loneliness again. Okay. You're not lonely for a woman. You're lonely for God, for perfect peace. Okay. That makes sense? That, that does, yeah. That's yeah. an eye-opener. So get to know yourself so you can understand what's going on. Yeah, because what I was looking at, because I've, I've heard you say you should date for seven years. Right. And, you know, if and I'm you're six, too old to be dating for seven years. Exactly, because I'd be like 70. Again, not that I want to get married again. So right. I've been struggling with that. Like, so what does the rest of my life look like? And Raising your kids, being available for them, being available for your grandkids and that kind of stuff. Okay. That's what it looked like. Okay. That makes sense? It does. Do you disagree with that at all? A little bit. At what part do you disagree with? The thought of spending the rest of my life alone and celibate. And but you won't be alone. You'll be with your kids and your grandkids. Well, I guess a mate to help. What does help. celibate mean? Not having sex. You want to have sex? <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> you say, yeah. <laughs> How old are you? 63. Why do you want to have sex at 63? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> what? It's enjoyable and... What's enjoyable about it at 63? <laughs> the intimacy. What? The intimacy. What does that mean? Being close to somebody physically and... Oh, so sex will bring you close? Yeah. I know what you mean. But you don't need that. You need to overcome sex now, return to the Father, and be an example for your kids. Well, that would be real growth, yeah. for sure. It really will. It's much better than sex. Uh-huh. Okay. All right? All right. Yeah, forget about sex. Okay. Sex is not love. That I know. Yeah. And um, so cut it out. You will not regret it. All right? Okay. Who thinks he should, should, should still be having sex? You think he should? Only one lady. Are you married? No. You can't meet him. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad. You think he should still have sex at 63? I mean, whatever makes him happy. Sex doesn't make you happy. No, I mean, in the right relationship, it would. No. Oh, okay. Have you noticed right after sex come hell? As soon as you feel happy now, you got you to gotta pay the price. Hell come right after that? I know. I've never thought of things like that. Yeah. Because if you notice you have sex, you feel good for a moment. Now you got to fight. Got to fight for what? Attention. I don't have that feeling that I need to fight for attention. Well, that's because you're not having sex yet. You're not married. Oh, okay. Once you, right? No, that's not true. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I bet your your fiance was he at waiting? Huh? Is that right? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm still waiting. You still waiting? Yep. See? I got promised. You have what? I got promised. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, good for you, man. Now, so don't talk to him. Any question? How did you hear about us? My friend here. I've, oh, I brought Tina. I've known Tina since we were about five years old. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you came, Tina. Any any questions or anything you disagree with? Well, yeah, I've disagreed with just about everything. Oh, good. Like what, for example? <laughs> that the man has to stay by himself for the rest of his life. But he's not going to be. Because a woman wouldn't be. It, if somebody's adding value, not value, but adding something that's 
you know, when a man and a woman are together, there's an added uh, exponential part of your life. Like it's just an exponential part of your life. It in just, what way? I think in a in a growth way, in a happiness way, in a complete way. But not enough. It's not that it's necessary, but it's actually it's a bonus. You know, I think it's a bonus in life. Well, the only reason to get married if you want a family, if you want kids. Um, uh, if you don't want kids, there's no reason to get married. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that, that everybody has, no. I mean, everybody has their own opinion, obviously. I don't have an opinion. Oh, okay. But why do you, I don't understand. What, I don't understand why things are. If you don't are, get married, then this guy's going to get it. He's not going to see the ring. He won't respect it. So what now? He'll go after it. Who, that guy will? Yeah, if he sees the ring, he might back up a little bit, you know? Well, he, he's not, now that he knows, he's going to hold off. No. <laughs> but listen, you, I don't quite, what's the purpose of getting married if you don't want kids? It's not that you have to, but it's if you want to, and if it's going to add. But why would you want to if you don't I want? I think there's a great unity under that. I think there's, it just keeps you, I don't know, keeps, it gives you another focus. What it doesn't mean of- it makes it even less. It doesn't make it less. I mean, I don't have anything opposed to anybody. I We have friends. They've been together for our best friend's parents have been together since we were in sixth grade, and they've never been married. But their, commi- their commitment is no less than us. But I guarantee you they catch in hell. So, no. Yeah. I bet you the man catches hell. No. He just won't tell you. I don't think so is the he whole time. hell? I, I- Give her the mic. Yeah. Do you think so? He's taking hell, right? I mean, I think they've had them both had any man that lived with a woman. Yeah. Any man that lived with a woman before marriage is catching hell, and any man that get married and don't want to have children is catching hell. Otherwise, there's no reason to be married. I'm trying to figure out why would you get married? Men and women get married if they don't want children. And you say to keep the booty. You know, to do what? To keep the booty. There's my booty. I married her. What did he say? <laughs> so basically, let me break it down to the people. To what did he booty. say? Like, you know, that's my girl. I married her. That's my booty. Get your own booty. You know, basically. He's saying the booty. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, that's, that, that's the truth. That's not going to work. Your marriage with him won't work. I know. Most guys because it's about booty. sex and not about love. He doesn't love you and you don't love him. It's about the sex. And that's not going to last. Sex get old after a while. And that's why men go and cheat. Because if he get with a woman and marry her just for sex, her sex get old and boring after a while. So he got to find someone else to excite him to make him feel good. If, I recommend you guys wait for another seven years with no sex and then see. Can you hold up? He, he, can't. he cannot. No. Why can't, please to the mic, why can't he hold up? Oh, why can't I just don't think he could? But it's why too, would you marry a man knowing that it's about sex? He's going to cheat on you because your sex yeah. will get old. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be born, and he and that excitement won't be there. He's going to have to find <laughs> someone else to make him excited. Does that bother you or concern you? Mm-hmm. It does concern you. Well, mm-hmm. why marry him knowing what he's about? Well, yeah, we're working through. We're You're not going to be able to change him either. Oh, no, I, 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 I know you can't change, can change, you can't change people. Yes, right. I agree with that. I, I suggest you wait another seven years with no sex. What do you think about that? I'm talking to you. Uh, oh, me? Uh-huh. Me or him? 
You. Oh, I'm. I could go seven years without it. So wait until he can do it wait, without it, uh, because your marriage is not going to work. You're going to be unhappy. You're going to try to control him. He's going to be mad about that. And it's going to be a mess. To me, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I don't think sex is the end all be all. I think so. Then wait until marriage. He thinks sex is the end all be all. Right. See, he said yes. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? No, I, that's one of our issues. What's one of your issues? The, the How he puts that on such a high importance. Well, so why do you participate? So. I know it feels good to you, but why are you participating? No, because I'm trying. for her, too. It does. We like the way it feels. You want a massage? It feels good. That's why you get a massage. You know, like, I want that massage. And uh, amazing. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to do that for me. That break my heart, huh? Yeah. Whatever. And she's still going to marry him, thinking that it's going to work. Well, we just got engaged. That doesn't mean we're getting married. Oh. You might not marry her? Uh, well, we'll see how it goes. That's what I said. I got promise. We'll see. I'm just renting it right now. How are you feeling right now? Me? Uh-huh. I'm not in shock. You're not in shock? No. You already know all this? Yes. And you still marry him? Like I said, we're we're seeing counselors and a counselor. A counselor is not going to be able to help that. Well, I need. He got to want to change. I know he has to want. A you're counselor. Right why there. are you seeing a counselor? I want to have, I have, to change I want to have sex. No. no. No, it's the it's well, the relationship with the sex. Why are you seeing a counselor right now? Because we, we he, he's being honest with you about what he yeah, wants. I don't want you to talk to myself no more. So I got a counselor. I got somebody to talk to. You say what now? I got someone to talk to just to get some thoughts off my head. Oh, I see. Can you talk to your friend? Is she your friend? Yeah. Have you tried to talk to her? Um, well, we've, we've only had been able to catch things up. Yeah, then. yeah I've, I've just come. We haven't seen each other in probably over 10 years. So we just, um, Amazing. So here, this, now, how do you, what do you think? It's intense. It, it, it's crushing to me. She's, I, I love this girl so much. I have, we've known each other since we were five years old. Um, oh, okay. Um, yeah, we're like sisters. It's, it breaks my heart. What breaks your heart about this? Not being able to stop the situation yeah. that I see as dysfunctional. Um, but, but I love her, you know. I don't. But it shouldn't break your heart. You should warn her about it. Yeah. And a young man too. And if they don't listen, let them suffer and die. Okay, go suffer and die. I'm told you. That's what God would do. I'm, I'm getting um, the emotion. Things are really running wild with me since I've given the, the forgiveness, like um, how you were saying, and um, right. I'm finding that my sweet spot, I guess you call it, of just um, getting my emotions in check, but my the sadness and the crying now has just overtaken the, yeah. the anger. So instead of where I used to rage, I, I get really sad. And pass. I'm, I'm learning, you know, it's, yeah. I can feel it getting yeah. further and further away. But um, Yeah, it'll pass. I would suggest you guys not get married, but if you want to, Suffer, because that's what you're going to do. All right, but I'm glad you're here. But I'm glad you brought that up, too. I would suggest you not marry. You're not going to be happy. You're going to try to control him, and it's not going to work. Uh, well, I don't He's not going to let you control him. Because I, 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 I want her to still like me. Huh? Because I want her to still like me. You, would you let her control you? That she won't like me no more. Right. So that's She's trying to change you. I'm, I really change. am not. Right. I change by not changing. That's right. It's the same always. Aren't you glad you came now? Well, we're not having sex. 
<laughs> Aren't you glad you came now? The lady. Oh, me? Uh-huh. I'm at this point now. You, you don't want to hear the truth? No, I think everybody has their own truth. No, you don't. No? Okay. No one has truth. Their own truth. It doesn't exist. Okay. If any other questions pop up, let me know. Okay. All right? All right. Um, anybody else with questions? Or Hi, anything? Paul. Oh, okay. Let me take back there first and right here. And then my uh, biblical question, is there a way to overcome your issues without suffering? It's so amazing. I totally understand what they were going, uh, going through. Isn't it amazing when you're in that father's state, you do wrong anyway? Even you, if you know it's not going to work, you still do it. Because the emotions are all tied up in it. Uh, yes. I just heard you say something about the seven years. So are you saying you should date seven years before getting married? Yes. Oh. With no sex. Okay. Are you going to be able to wait for seven years? Yeah, I just was wondering why specifically seven years. So you years. get to know each other. Okay. Especially nowadays. So six and a half isn't good enough. It has to be seven. <laughs> six and a half. You got to do a hundred. Okay. <laughs> Ninety-nine and a half won't do. <laughs> I was just wondering yeah. uh, why specifically seven. Yeah. Okay. And, and you'll be happy the rest of your life. Okay. Y- yes. Um, oh, okay. So states' rights just, this is from earlier regarding the silent prayer. What does it mean to pray and watch? That's a good question. I'll tell you in a minute. But it's a really good question. Okay. And we have another question from Mary Beth Cooper. Uh, my friend has a chi- had a child out of wedlock, but the mother is a nasty, evil, godless woman and refuses <laughs> to be a family with him. What should my friend do? How old is his friend? How old is the friend? It's going to take a while. Yeah. Oh, I can't answer that because I don't know how old a friend is. Michael, what do you think? What's the answer to my question? Is there a way to overcome your issue without suffering? Yes, there is. How? Um, by overcoming your anger and just not judging the situation and approaching it with a clear mind and moving forward. Amazing. Um. What do you say? I say yes. How? Um, if you just let it all go, then and you're, what are you going to have to suffer about? I mean, you're just... Let all what go? Uh, your preconceived notions of, of life and how it should be, and just let God guide you. And, you know, I've heard you say that... Uh, when you live your life right, that you're going to get right back. That's for sure. So, I mean, and, if you and I just... I want to add to that. I know we all been through some stuff. Some people going through bad relationships, overcoming those things. If you stay with the prayer, watch yourself, it'll pass. It's that we've been doing wrong so long in life, and that's all we remember. So whatever you're going through, it'll pass. If you're like lonely or you're sad or you're mean or you whatever, do the prayer and a pass. You'll get past this and there's a brand new life for you. Yes. Oh, yes, Michael. We have the age. Her friend is 28. Her friend is 28 years old. Well, tell her friend to move away from mama. He just have to deal with her. Tell her to move away. Forgive her and move away. He doesn't need mama and don't be a mama to him. 
Don't let anyone mama you. Are you a mama to people? Uh-huh. Uh, my mama to other people? Uh, yes. So. You feel sorry for people as that? No. I just, uh, I think uh, being able to, when you see someone who's just sort Speak of... Speak up a little louder for me. Uh, when people are just uh, sort of a toxic influence on you, cutting them out of your life can be a sort of a superpower sometimes. Are yeah. you able to cut people out? Yeah. And how yeah. do you cut them out? Um, for example, I had a friend uh, from uh, through the Internet uh, who was spending a lot of time talking to women and saying and being a really a, a beta male around them, saying, I respect <laughs> you. Oh, please, I respect you. I love you so much. And he was just being a total beta male, and he was, uh, he was kept bragging about how he stole Windows 10 and weird stuff like this. <laughs> so I just said, yeah, I just said suffer and die, and I just got rid of the social media that was connected oh, good. to him. Yeah. Have you ever been a beta male with a woman? Uh, no, I'd usually just, um, I wouldn't say I've been alpha male, but I usually just ignore women when they're, uh, trying to control me, trying to do Are you married? Things like that. No, I'm I'm twenty. Oh. Have you ever dated? Uh a little bit, but no, And were you controlled much. by the woman? No. Okay. No, no. And why not? Because um, when people get controlling I can just sort of ignore them or just push them away, I guess. Oh, okay. But maybe that's not the best thing to do, but you know what I mean? Oh good. Any questions? Is this your first time here? Yeah. What's your first name? Uh, William. William, any questions? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, you don't. Okay. Uh, Are you nervous? Yeah, a little Wh- bit. I'm a bit nervous. Why? So. I'm just a fan, and uh, I'm generally nervous around people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you came, man. Yeah. All right. Is there a way to overcome suffering? Um, I mean, your issue without suffering. No. There's not a way. No, because you're already suffering. So when you are in a comfort zone, to get out of your comfort zone, you suffer. And the people that do, they don't go back to it. Once you really cross that path, it's kind of hard to go back. What do you say? And then I'll answer that and we'll move on real fast. I'll always put my two cents in. I'm kind of conflicted. I feel like you have to suffer in order to learn and truly understand and for you not to want to go back to that. Um, but I guess you can learn from other people's mistakes and not make them yourself to this avoid suffering. so good. Right on. Give it to Derek right behind you. Derek, I didn't know you were a rapper. I heard uh, Joel play your, your, your daughter music, rap music right. on the show. You very. You guys were rapping down. Oh, thank you. How long have you been a rapper? I've been doing it for... Years. And your daughter too? Somewhat. She's just singer. She just helps me out. Oh, very good music. Thank you. It really is good. You got, did anybody hear it? Yeah, very Uh good, huh? Thanks. I was like, is that (laughs) Derek? (laughs) Derek, is that you? Very good, man. Thank you. And thanks for letting us use it too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Can you overcome your issues without suffering? I think so. And how? Um, like she said, you know, you learn from other people. You, if you just 
you know, Michael said as well, get rid of the anger. And you just, you know, you you see things spiritually. Okay. And, you know, you know when something's right and when something's wrong. All right. What do you say, Kelly? Y'all wake up. This is just church. This is not a courthouse. Uh, it's just fellowshipping. That's all it is. Yes. I think you can. How? Um, well, the way I see it, I think that's basically why Jesus came is so that we could have the Holy Spirit and that if we're actually like paying attention, if we're present, if we're in prayer, after we return to the Father, that's our opportunity to do that. Like, that's what the Holy Spirit's there for. To kind of give us hints, you know, before uh, maybe we get ourselves in a situation where we would have to suffer and we can choose to take that wisdom and move forward with it. Okay, let me ask the last person, my producer. Y'all know James? Well, James is no longer a producer now. Where's the producer guy? Oh, he's in the back. He's right there. Oh, what's his name? Oh, Daniel. (laughs) Daniel's my new producer now. As of Friday, he got hired here. And Daniel is the same guy just walked in out of nowhere. He got in his car, drove from Florida, ended up at my door, and I'm like, who are you? My name is Daniel. And why are you here? I want a job. I'll do anything. And so he ended up becoming a producer. Isn't that nice? No application, no resume or anything. Nobody else tried that, all right? We don't have any more jobs. Uh, bring this to James, the mic to James. Uh, James, can you overcome your issues without suffering? He he answered this on the radio. It was funny. <laughs> so I had, I still have the same answer. What's that? I think so. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a smart answer. Because if you're if you're obedient, then you don't suffer. What does it mean to be obedient? Like if you follow the rules that God lays out. Oh. Do you want to respond to that? Yeah. Okay. What do you say? I, I think uh <clears throat> I think no. You think no? I think no because what? if 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 you're suffer if if you're suffering uh wait, wait, I had a, I had a way to uh respond <laughs> but I forgot it now. Um if if you weren't suffering, why would you want to change those issues in the first place? Right? Yeah. If there weren't, if if you weren't suffering, you wouldn't have real issues. Amazing. You know what I mean. But I I feel like once you learn, you don't have to suffer again. Okay. Once you do it. What do you time. say, Daniel? Just to add. That's Daniel, y'all. That's a new producer. All right. So, um, uh, you can suffer physically, but you can't suffer uh, spiritually. So, like, a lot of people say Jesus Christ suffered, but I think he only suffered physically, but he never suffered spiritually. So, oh, I don't okay. think he can suffer spiritually. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Daniel's so smart. He got some new ideas for the show that's out of this world. He doesn't look smart, but he is. <laughs> yes. Uh, Caesar. Um, I think suffering's the choice. So you don't have to suffer. Yeah, and, and why not? Why don't you have to suffer? Because there's no such thing as uh, issues. It's only situations. So oh, okay. Pro- yeah. Amazing. So it, it's a choice. And the last person, let me ask a white man. Yes, yeah. I can't. You can't what? I can't change without suffering. 
Would that I mean, suffer? I, yeah. And why I, not? I don't know. Just that's the way it's been. Every time I had to make a major, every time I had a major problem, I just had to go through a lot of stuff. Okay. Amazing. You can absolutely change without suffering. God doesn't want you to suffer. It's just that there are people with hard heads, and they won't listen. And so when they suffer, they will, some will cry out to God, and then he will help you get past it. But if you're conscious, if you are aware, if you're walking in his light, you will never suffer again, and you will overcome anything. Because um, uh, in the light, you can see all things. And if you don't name it or complain about it or have an opinion about it, just relax in it, it'll pass. He doesn't want you to suffer because a lot of people don't get over suffering. Some people suffer, they, they get depressed, they get angry and mean and suicidal thoughts, and that's why it's not good to suffer but three days at best and, and stop suffering, I'm, uh, being sad and all that, because it'll turn into depression. But I'm a witness that if you're born again, you're in the light, you know yourself, you never have to suffer. Christ never suffered, as someone just said. Christ did not suffer spiritually. Now, you may suffer in a physical way because of folks who hate good may come after you and may try to attack you or call you names. But spiritually, with these spiritual issues you're having, you never have to suffer. It was never meant for you to suffer. And Christ did change that. Somebody said Christ. Christ made it where we don't have to suffer. That's why you need to re- get to know yourself, return to God, and I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing. Return to your earthly father, forgive your mother, return to your earthly father, and through him you return to God, and you will never suffer again. And you can overcome anything, whether it's alcohol or drugs, but you got to let the anger go. you got to let the anger go. you got to forgive first because you can't even enter into the kingdom of heaven unless you forgive. And 99.999 999.9, not all, not all, not all, but 0.9% of people hate their mothers. And they yearn for their fathers. And their mothers have told them that they hate the fathers. And so they're looking at the wrong source. Forgive your mother. That's why God said, honor your parents. And all he means is don't hate them. Don't be angry at them. Forgive them. They can't help it. And, and once you do that, return to your earthly father, everything starts to change. And you would never have to suffer again. That makes sense? Anybody disagree with that? You would never have to suffer. And in that fallen state, that's all you're doing is suffering. Everything that you do look right, but it's wrong. And you think in your ego state, you think you can make it work out, and you can't. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. And of ourselves, we know nothing. That's why I want the ladies to stop trying to fix men. You can't fix men. You can't change another human being. You can't even change your children. They have to grow up and want to do that themselves, and we're supposed to be a perfect example of it. Parents are supposed to be perfect, but most parents are not. But that's how you raise children, because when you're perfect, God is with you, and he's working through you to raise your children. It's not you raising them but the Spirit of God is raising them. And you can't go wrong that way. Anybody disagree? Amazing. Any questions? So you don't have to suffer. 
Some people just hard-headed. That's why you let them suffer and die. God will let you suffer and die. He'll warn you. But if you say, no, 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 sex is good. He say, all right, go have sex. You see what happened. And most people, before they get married, they have already had sex. And and so when you do, you're getting married in hell. And all you're going to catch is hell. That's all you're going to catch is hell. So it's time to start doing it right. When you do it right, you can't go wrong. No suffering. I, I, have anybody ever heard of the uh, Slender Man? Uh, anybody ever heard of that? Oh, yeah. I just heard of it yesterday. What do you think of it? How did you hear about the Slender Man? So I'm, I'm originally from Wisconsin. I actually just drove here from Vegas. Where oh, I yeah, now. the Slender Man thing is in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, well, so... From my understanding, it was an urban legend. It was like an internet scary story. Yeah. And a lot of small children believed in it, like elementary school kids. Yes. And um, it led to, I think, a couple kids murdered because one of them believed that the spirit was telling them to kill the other kid. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Did y'all hear about this? I just, oh, you heard about it? I was just watching TV yesterday and flipping through. I was on, um, what's the name of that show I watched? No. It tells about murders and stuff. Oh. I forgot the show. But there's, as he just said, it's not even real, but it's like an internet thing or something, a cartoon called The Slender Man. And this man is real slender and tall with no face. He has a white face, but no eyes, no mouth or anything. And he has all these long arms with Branches and those kids call themselves uh, Bella. Is that right there? What? Were you watching that? Did you watch that? It was Bella, right? The kid, the victim was called. They re- the victim was Bella. <laughs> they renamed the victim. You ever Bella. watched that, Jeremiah? No. You ever heard of it? Slenderman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, you have heard of it. Yeah. Amazing. But they were pro- they were proxies. Tara Emerson moved you out right away. Then. They just made a movie about it. About the Slender Man. Yeah. And so. A lot of kids watch it, as you were saying, and these three 12-year-old girls in Wisconsin watch that movie, and they start believing the Slender Man. And so what they did, they plotted that they were going to, because they thought the Slender Man was telling them to kill one of their friends. And so they renamed the friend to Bella, and Bella was 12 years old, too, three girls, according to the story. And they took Bella out into the woods, and the two that believe Slender Man stabbed Bella several times trying to kill her. Fortunately, she didn't die. But they believed her. I mean, they believed Slender Man. And, um, and so they took these girls to a psychiatrist and stuff. Psychiatrists today are just as dumb as a doorknob. You guys are wasting your money by going to intellectual professors. They know nothing. Because they were offering medication. They were saying it's a brain problem, something going on with the brains, and the brains are making them do that. They were saying that they were some else, some kind of word they used. But those kids were possessed. And we look at their family background, it ain't pretty. So they were angry, and in anger, Satan can make you and convince you to do anything. And that's why those kids did that. And they wanted to offer kids medication, um, 
all kind of stuff. That's not going to solve your spiritual problem. It really won't. And a lot of people go to these psychiatrists and experts and all that, and they ask for advice, pay them truckloads of money, and they give you medication. You'll be surprised at the number of people on medication. You've forgotten that your problem is spiritual. It's not, it's not physical. If you hear voices in your head, you'll listen to Satan. Satan speaks to your head, and God reveals things to you. That's the way it works. And Satan wants you as much as God does. Satan wants you more. And a lot of people listen to the devil now, not realizing he's lying to you. And they believe some weird stuff. And those girls are serious about this person, uh, uh, slender man. They tried to kill this girl, 12 years old, all three of good friends, 12 years old. And they went to court for it. And thank God that the judge put them in jail anyway, the two girls. But the experts, the lawyer and the experts who testified, didn't want them to go to jail. Oh, just give them some medication. And when they grow up, they'll kill some more. It was an amazing story. So you got, yes, go over there. So you got to overcome evil, folks. It is evil. There's evil out there that's good in us. We got to get it right. Otherwise, it's going to get worse. Was this all a story, like an actual story, like in the show, or was this a result of someone watching the show? No, it really happened in Wisconsin. Okay. Oh, okay. So it was a news story. It was a real deal. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a Netflix thing you were talking about. That's why I was confused. The movie, uh, Slender Man, is a Netflix thing, I think. Or is it YouTube? From my memory, it was just, it was like a story that people read online. Yeah. What is it, Jeremiah? You, you heard of it, right? I know they made a documentary about the whole yeah. story after. But the guy's either online or in a comic magazine well, or like, something. They just came out with a movie like in 2018 about it. So yeah. I think it might be based on the, the story you're talking about, but I'm not sure. Is it an online thing? Mm, you mean like Slenderman himself? Yeah. Like, yeah, apparently like there's stuff where you can summon him and stuff like that. Right. People do that stuff. They include like the artwork of it. Yeah. Have you ever summoned Slender Man? I haven't, no. Oh, you do, am I? I know they also, they banned everything related to Slender Man in Wisconsin. So what now? They banned Slender Man in Wisconsin because of that. Yeah. It's it's a wild, wild thing, and these kids are believing into it. Amazing. Any questions? So, Rick, this is your name, Rick, right? Yes. How you doing? I'm glad you came. Okay. Any questions about anything? Uh, no, not really. Oh, okay. Did you overcome your anger? <laughs> yeah, a little. I'm you, still working on it, actually. You forget your mother? Yes. Oh, you went to her? You said that I went to her when I went back home? Uh-huh. Yeah. And you told her you forgive her? Yeah. And what'd she say? She told me she uh, that's what she wanted me to do. Oh, good. For real. All right, I'm glad. Well, I'm glad you made it, man. Yeah, thank you. No questions or anything, right? No. Another story, folks, and all this is spiritual. And I want men and women to be aware of this, and especially men, because this is happening to men all over the place, all over the place. And hopefully when you hear this story, it's almost dangerous to get married now, but at least you have a chance, I think. Have anybody ever heard of Iyana Fix My Life or something? What's her name, Jay? Iyana. What? Iyana. 
she is as nutty as a fruitcake. You got to be... What's her name? Iyanla. Van Dammit. What? Oh, Zabit. Oh, Van Zant. Yes. Have you ever watched her? I haven't watched her, but I've only read I've only uh, read one of her books. What do you think of her? The one book that I had, which was like her very first or second, I think, edition of her books, the book was nice. I mean, it was really nice. It was a she gave you something just to read every day. You just read a little thing to say, like this is how. Maybe to go about your day, like you're kind of like what you're saying, you know, like be, you know, let the goodness in, you know, put the evil aside and look at somebody in a different light, maybe type of thing, or look at yourself in a different light. Well, I'm not really saying that. But no, I know. But I think in her show, <laughs> yes, I have not agreed with her show. I know she's crazy. Yeah, you got to be crazy to see this woman. She's on Oprah's channel. So here's the deal that I saw yesterday. There was a man who got married to this black woman. These are black people. And um, this black guy married this black woman. They had three daughters. And while raising the daughters, at some point, the mother told the daughters that their father raped them. And the mother allowed the kids to grow up believing that. And as a result, two of the which was, I think one of the daughters identified with the mothers and went, I mean, just a nutcase. And the other daughter identified with the father, and so the mother hated her. And then the other daughter the mother hated and put her in some type of home or something. It was a mess. But the daughter was angry, hated one another, hated the father, hated everything. And uh, one of the daughters got pregnant and had a baby, and the mother indicated to the daughter that she believed that her father was the baby. It was all lies. All made up, all lies, and they went through, I think it was 26 years of believing that lie that nearly destroyed the family, would almost destroy them. And after a year, all you know about that, it will destroy them. Um, and so what they did was, the father had fought it for a while, tried to do something about it, but he couldn't because People believe women when they lie on men. And so the father, like, I can't prove that this didn't happen. So he stopped trying. And so this woman, the only thing she did good in this situation, they did a lie detector test, right? And they had the mother there, the father, the three daughters. They were all fighting and carrying on hate each other. And so they did um, a lie detector test, and they found out that the mother had lied all those years. The test proved that the mother lied. And so this woman asked Yvonne, whatever her name is, asked the man, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to forgive him, her? And the man was all shaking, and she put his, her hands on him and said, you don't have to forgive him. I mean, forgive her. You don't have to forgive her. That was the wrong answer, by the way. And so the father did not forgive her. He went through that intellectual stuff. Well, I am not going to forgive you for whatever, right? And so they asked the mother, what do you have to say about this? And the mother, just as wicked as they come, she looked at the father and said, well, why did you fight harder for the kids? She wouldn't even apologize. 
And so the daughter said, no, I wanted to hear you say my father didn't rape us. And the daughter made the mother say that the father didn't rape them. But it was a mess. The whole show was a mess. Because this woman doesn't know how to deal with this stuff. Yvonne or Yvette or whatever her name is. And, <laughs> but what was so evil about it that this mother has so much hatred in her heart that she was willing, because she told the man that she was going to give him pure hell. And then that's when she accused the man of raping the girls. And she was willing to destroy her children to get back at the man. Isn't that amazing? That's pure evil. Pure evil. And not one time did I hear that woman tell them they need to forgive the mother and get rid of her, have nothing to do with her. Because the mother was unwilling to admit that she had lied. She would not do it. And, and this Yvonne Leonard, Yvonne, did not force her to do it. She forced the man and the kids more than she did the woman. She let the woman get away with it. It was an amazing story, all evil. And I want you to know that's what you're dealing with in life. You're dealing with evil. We, our battle is a warfare between good and evil, right versus wrong. And that's why I'm warning you to turn back to God. Get to know yourself. Let the anger go so that God, by going to your parents, especially your mothers, and forgiving her, and forgive your father for being weak, God will, don't ask for forgiveness. You forgive. God will forgive you. Your whole world will start to change just like that. Everything will change. You'll finally have the life that he created for you to have. And it's an amazing life. Christ, as someone said, Christ sacrificed for you to be free, not to be a slave. All sinners are enslaved. Every person that has anger is enslaved. And again, don't, don't worry about what you have done. We all in that fallen state, we do some stupid stuff. Like it's dumb to have sex before marriage. It's dumb to marry another man or woman who have children already. That doesn't even logically make sense. It's dumb to live together before marriage. But in that fallen state, we do crazy things. It seems right. The professional says that it's right. Even though it's dumb for a woman to hit you and you don't hit back. You're a human being. If it's wrong, it's wrong. And if a woman knows she can't beat you, don't hit him. I would never hit someone I can't beat. <laughs> I look around and I'm like, can I beat this person? <laughs> then I hit. <laughs> I'm not so with ladies. If you can't beat the man, don't hit him. Are you going down? You, it's wrong to be violent anyway like that. Men toward women, women toward men. So cool out. And women are out of control now, boy, hitting the man. How many men have been hit by women? Beta! <laughs> I'm not going to say your name. <laughs> he said it on the radio. Right? Why did, you, why did she hit you? This is Joel. <laughs> Joel been hit by a woman. Why did she hit you? It, it was a complicated situation. It was? Yeah. Did the hit feel complicated? No. <laughs> but it was a bad situation. I had I had a lot to play in it, too. Uh, so I can't say so it you was... you felt like you should be hit? No. no. How about choked? No. <laughs> All right. No. So, but don't let that happen again, all right? No, yeah. 
Uh, or I'll go on the radio and tell it. Any questions? So here's what I recommend. Men, women, overcome your anger. You got to overcome your anger. It's wrong to be emotionally attached to another person. That does not work. That's not God's way. When men and women come together, because they're in that fallen state, it's about lust and emotions, right? And so if you get married, you go through that for a while, you have truckloads of kids, and then you cut out the sex so you can overcome it. Then you can raise your kids in the right way to go. But you got to overcome your anger for that to happen. It will happen naturally. And you can always tell when someone is in a, a fallen state, they have a truckloads of excuses, they have a nasty attitude, and they are very emotional. That means that they're in a fallen state. So don't, help, don't hate your fellow man or fellow woman. Forgive like, so that God can forgive you, all right? Uh, yes, Trevor. Uh, Trevor. No, speaking of being hit, I was just going to ask if they ever found the lesbian that struck you at the Women's March. We're working on that. Stay tuned. Yeah. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Yeah. So we're working on that. I can't you got to learn, man. Yes, sir, Mike. Oh, right here, the mic. Any questions about it? It's so simple to overcome. You just need to do the silent prayer, be still, stop trying to fight your issues, and don't be mad about them. Don't uh, name them. Just watch them. All right? And it will overcome. Don't hate them. And it will die. It's a spirit that's made a home of you. It made you do things that you don't want to do. It made a home of you. A spirit made a home of you. It feels like you. It sounds like you. But it's not you. Speak up, but don't resent. And men, the world needs you. Everything is going wrong because men are weak. Because if men were in control, the world would be great. Really. Because women follow men, men follow Christ. But right now, the men are following the women. The men are trying to please the women more than they're trying to please God. Have you noticed that? They treat women like women are God. Only for one reason, or two reasons only. They're afraid of women because every woman they get involved with is mama. And then they want sex. If, if men got over mama and over sex, they wouldn't even want a woman. And women know that. That's why they service men's sex, to control them. But ladies, you don't need that. That's not love. All right? Oh, uh, what was I? Oh, yes. So you're, you've been getting some uh, super chat donations. Oh, but thank you. You've uh, got a question from Jib Jab. And it's kind of on the same topic. How do you handle people at work who gossip about you? I've gotten in trouble for dealing with them face to face because they play the victim card. What should I do? That's I don't want question. to resort to violence. The one thing that I do not allow in my company is gossip. If someone tell me something about one or other, another employee, I go get that employee and the three of us get together and work it out. And most of that would be lies. Don't put up with that. If, if somebody tells you something about somebody else, say, well, if I were you, I'd go tell that person or I'm going to tell that person and we're going to have to get together. A gossiper should never be trusted. As a matter of fact, you should never, ever, ever trust an angry person. 
And when I say don't trust them, I mean, don't walk around in fear and that kind of stuff. You can give them the benefit of the doubt, but don't don't put your trust in them. If someone says, well, I'm going to build a house for you. Okay, then wait and see. If they build it, fine. If they don't, fine. Even the Bible says you should never trust an angry person. Because an angry person's soul belongs to Satan. And they can't help but deceive you. Anybody doubt that? An angry person would turn on you. I don't care who it is. It could be your daddy, your mama, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your best friends, whatever. When they get angry, they will turn on you just like that. They will turn. So if they have anger, just know that cannot be a friend. That's why God said all hearts are evil. Every angry, angry person has an evil heart. And this is all in the Bible. Every angry person have a, has an evil heart, and at some point they're going to turn on you. And they'll lie on you. They won't even care. As long as they'll destroy you, because Satan promised to destroy. And he used people to do that with. Any questions? Yes. Uh, how come y'all don't have any questions? Yes. Michael, any other? Uh, I mean, I'm reading through that, and the gentleman from earlier asked, uh, what does it mean to pray and watch? And I guess we're... What? Uh, you need a mic, man? Uh, one of the states' rights just asked, what does it mean to pray and watch? That's Regarding- a good question. So, when you come out of that fallen state, you become, you hear it all the time, you wake up. And so that's God waking you up. You're in the light. You're out of your head, coming out of your head, now you can see what's going on with you and the world around you. And so whenever you are conscious or out of your thought, you're in prayer and you're able to see what's going on. It is so amazing. Tell them, Joel, isn't that amazing? And I like Joel because Joel like amazing. Have you noticed that, Joel? Right, right. You can just, if you're conscious, you can see. Right, right. And that's what it means to pray and watch. Just be aware. You'll be surprised what you'll see. You will absolutely be surprised. They don't even know that you see them, but you see them. It's like you stand on the sidewalk, somewhere breaking in your home. You see them breaking in. They don't know that you see them. That's how your consciousness is. You can see the lie. It's so amazing. Yes, sir. Yeah, I 100% agree with you because this past uh, week. Speak up a little louder. Oh, sorry. So I 100% agree. Because this past week, um, I decided to get back on social media, and I was promoting one of my articles and stuff. And my birth father, he uh, called me a coon, and like went on like this Your whole. Real rant. father called you a coon. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he called me a coon. Went <laughs> on this nice. whole. Uh, then I went on defending, you know, the Covington boys, and like everybody was like, you know, just you, you, you know, just like all talking down on me, and then. Uh, then I was posting an article about the abortion in New York, and everybody like was like, you know, you, you're wrong, you're wrong. And I'm over here out debating them. They yeah, have no man. arguments, but they over here, you know. Once you overcome that anger, when people yell at you, curse you out, call your name, it won't move you at all. Because you see that they can't help it. It's that spirit in them that's causing them to do that. It's not personal. 
And speaking of the abortion issue, in New York City, you know this is evil. In New York, they passed a bill that a woman can now have an abortion all the way through the ninth month. Through the ninth month. So if your wife is pregnant and she's going to have a baby tonight, and you decide, and she decides, I don't want no baby, she can kill that baby right now. And she doesn't have to have a doctor to do it. She can find somebody, a midwife or nurses aides or whomever. And they call it a women's health or something. Some black woman name. What's that woman name? Andrea Stewart Cousins. Andrea Stewart Cousins said it's the women's health. This is what women have been waiting for. That woman is evil and she's black. She said if I, it's a genocide. In New York, more black babies are aborted than they are born. And no outrage. The black community don't care. And the only reason women have been able to get this far with abortion because they removed the man from the issue. When men are involved, they can't do it. But when you remove the man from the issue, women will go nuts. They make some of the worst decisions. Abortion is evil. Yes, ma'am. And we all know that. But if these women had men to lead them, they would not be falling for the lie from Planned Parenthood and the politicians and others. We need you to come back, men. God needs you to come back. He doesn't need you, but he would like it. Uh, yes. And I was going to just add on that also along with that law, if you're over 18, you don't need consent from your partner or your parents. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's pure evil. Who would pass a law to kill children in the womb, and what kind of woman would agree with it? Or a man. Killing children in the womb. I saw a hand somewhere. Oh, yes, you are. I was just saying that it's, it's, it's insane that the law or anybody even thinks that the man at all has zero rights to a choice. It's like the man, he's the father as well. It's like I don't even understand. They don't even give him like half the choice. It's like it's the women's body and da da da. All it's, lies. It's insane that, yeah. that that's not even considered as if he didn't play a part in anything. But I, in all honesty, I don't blame the people of evil for doing what they're doing. I blame the people who are good, of good, for allowing it to happen. Because if you didn't allow it to happen, it would not be happening. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. But you're afraid of losing your job. You're afraid of whatever. And that fear, the worst thing you can have is fear. That's why when you overcome the anger, God casts out fear. Perfect love casts out fear. You would never know fear again. It'll disappear because it's like the all branch of anger. It will disappear. Once you get rid of anger, no more fear. And then you could be white. Did you know you can't even be white today? Did you know that? You're white, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> did you know that you cannot be white now? You'll be attacked? Uh, yeah, I've encountered a bit of that myself. Yeah. You have. Are you afraid to be white? I'm not afraid to be white, but I'm aware being white, I guess. And, and why? What does that mean, aware of being uh, white? I'm aware that of what people people might be set off by certain things that aren't really offensive, or they call things racist uh, when they're just uh, really just treating people equally. So, 
it's all right to be black. It's okay to be Indian color, whatever color they are. It's okay to be so-called brown. And it's okay to look like Jesus. I was blamed for white privilege. You were blamed for white? Were you so dark? I know. That's why I told them. <laughs> I don't mean the least terms. They blamed you for white privilege? Yes. How did, and why did they do that? I think um, if you're successful, you've been attacked now. It's enough oh. to be successful to be attacked with white privilege. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm a Middle Eastern immigrant. I'm not even from here. Are you afraid to walk around being white? Are you considered to be white? I'm, I don't. Uh, do they consider you being white? I guess I'm fair enough. Are you Jewish? No. What are you? <laughs> I'm water. <laughs> and so what is it like walking around being white and afraid uh, I wouldn't say I'm afraid but uh, it's sort of like um, like we uh, we saw that video with the Catholic boys where they were just uh, basically yeah. the main guy was just doing nothing and uh, he was attacked in the media and everything like that um, so it's just sort of awareness of how a lot of these uh, race baiters and people like that will see you even just acting normally. And um, Are you, you know, afraid to speak up when they uh, attack you? To be honest, when I'm in, I'm in college and when I'm in class, I usually, uh, I usually try to pick my battles, and I often will not speak up, speak up because I'm just not in a position to win an argument in that setting. Yes, you are. If you know the truth, and if you are the truth, you're in a position to win. I guess. I mean, it just, when, at the time, it's like seems like a bad idea sometimes. Because you listen to the lie in your head. Yeah. Don't let education be more than what's right. You yeah. have to love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might. And when you love him, nothing be, come before that. Yeah. Do you love what's right? Yeah. Then don't be afraid to speak up. Those classes are not worth anything anyway. It's yeah, a waste of time. So. You'll do right. better by getting a trade, getting a job, save your money, invest your money, and live your life. All right. That makes sense? Yes. Uh, Travis went down, my, one of my guys went down to the women's mall with us. And right at the end of the march, he uh, waited until everybody started coming out. And he had on a regular shirt. But then under that shirt, he had on a, a white T-shirt like, or that says, I'm white, and I'm proud to be white or something. So he stood up on the, you know how they block off the road with those big cement wall? He stood on top of that wall, and he went, I'm white. I'm proud to be white. And he would turn it around. He had this, uh, I'm white. Did you say white supremacy? He said, white power. <laughs> And all hell broke loose. <laughs> they, it was like vampires. They had smelt fresh blood. They got around this wall that he was on and tried to cover him up, and people start yelling. And then some big black guy, did he pull you down? He pulled you down off the wall. Yeah, well, if he had, if so, basically their strategy was because uh, you could tell one of the handlers came up, and she's like, "Don't do that." They want to get a reaction. They were trying to tell the black guy, but he was like, you know, red in the face, and uh, <clears throat> he pushed me down like three times, but I kept popping back up there. And then, uh, so their tactic after that was because we had John there filming, 
And then so they swarmed John with a bunch of signs to try to block his camera so then they, they could actually get more physical with me. And then that's when I was like, I already know what they're doing, so that's why I hopped down. Cause <laughs> Isn't that amazing? So it's okay to be white. And don't be afraid of being white. You can be anything that you want in this country, but not white. That's insane. And the white people are giving into it. The men are even giving into it. They are beta males. Yes. And then I got to wind out. Yes, sir. So kind of to add on to this conversation, and also with the question about um, what does it mean to pray and watch? Um, so actually the the story about the Catholic school kids that uh, when they encountered the uh, Indian. The so Indians who, and the so-called black Israelite went over to them. They didn't even go over to the Indians or anybody. They would just stand there like young boys, wait for a bus. Well, the... And the, do you love that chant that they started doing? And they, like, took off the shirt and chanted and making so much noise, the, drowning uh, them out. The main kid, Nick Sandman, he, uh, his first statement after all of that happened was that what he was doing when all of that was happening was giving himself a silent prayer. Yeah. That's, that's what he said. I love the way he handled that. And when he said that, I, I thought about that when, when you just know the right thing to say and stand it up for what you know is the right thing to do. Yes. It's like everything else doesn't matter. That's like, right. I just think about when you say, you know, you're just watching it like a movie. Yes. It really did seem like a movie scene, and he's just standing there, and it is kind of funny, which is why That's right. he could smile about it. I love the way he, said, he stood there with a little smile on his face and just was strong. And these people tried to destroy them only because they're white and they're male and they're Christians. That's why they want to destroy them. And they so, support Trump. And they support Trump. And they hate Trump. These people hate Trump. The great white hope, they hate him. And so anyone that supports the president, they hate you because they hate him. And they want him out of there. Yes. And then I go to Michael. The crazy thing on the video, though, was that the, the people making the most noise was the black Israelites. And the ones who were making the least noise were the boys. They, they barely said, they said many words. Yeah. And then nobody covered the black Israelites. It was all circled around these little boys, and they made all these stories around. And they didn't say anything. A little white boy. They went after them. Israelite was cursing them out, calling them all kind of names and threats and everything. They didn't even show that. No one mentioned it. We were the only one who mentioned it. And they, the Indian, they tried to take the side of the Indian. What does Gad mean? I don't know where he come from, but you need to go back. He's a bad guy. Uh, so I got to start winding down, but let me take here then, Michael. Yes. Um, people were talking about how they weren't. Oh, I think I saw you know. Um, talking about the black Israelites, and I think a lot of some people are confused about that, and they don't understand why. It's because they don't have resources to hand over or power to hand over, so. They're never going to go after Arabs, the black Israelites, anyone, because they're not going to sort of be guilted into handing over those resources. So that's why whites are under attack, because we, we hold a lot of power or resources, and so they attack us and try to get us to, you know, give us the whole white guilt thing. Then we hand over, you know, um, all the, what are those programs called where they 
um, affirmative action, affirmative all action. we do all that stuff because yeah. a lot of whites are weak. I know the real reason white people are under attack is because they are afraid. Weak, yeah. And, and since it's a, a battle between good and evil, whenever you are afraid, you will be destroyed. Fear is the worst thing that you can have in your life. It's a spirit that you don't want. Whenever you are afraid, that's why they're going after whites. If whites were not afraid, they wouldn't be going after whites. They would be trying to, but it wouldn't work. So you've got to overcome the fear by overcoming the anger. All right? Are you white? Um, I think so. I'm Hispanic, but my, uh, my dad's father is uh, European. He's from Sweden or something. Yeah, so, yeah, Spanish, but I have Mexican, you know, mixed Native American. And my great-grandfather's, like, Arab and Jew. and So you're all messed up. Oh, yeah, I'm all messed <laughs> up. But I guess people look at me, they think I'm white or Jew or Arab or yeah, something. Yeah, I, sure. I had no idea what you were. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's why they don't, they don't give me crap when I'm walking around with my MAGA hat or feminism is cancer. You wear your hat so, around out there? Sometimes, not How's as that? much as... Michael's done, but... I don't blame you, man. Yeah, yeah. We got to start standing up to evil, folks. This is the greatest country in the world. There's nowhere else to go. We got to stand. We can't move to Texas, because if you move to Texas, they'll come into Texas. <laughs> if you move to Alabama, they'll come to Alabama. We got to stand up right here, right now. God is with us. It really is. We're, all those who believe in God, you have faith in God and you are his son or daughter, we're all brothers. The spiritual brother is closer than the blood brother or sister. It's really true. All right. Okay, Michael, the last one here. So there was an event called Blexit last week. Yes. Run by Candace Owens. Yes. And Did you go? Yes. Oh, okay. I went for a little bit with uh, Caesar and Simon and Cuban. And, uh, and by the way, Caesar and Alexis got married. No. Simon. I mean, Simon, not Caesar. Wrong wife. Sorry, Caesar did not marry Alexis. But Simon and Alexis got married last week. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. They're going to have this reception in September. Did you know that, Caesar, that they got married? Yes, I did, yeah. You knew they got married? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Amazing. Go ahead. So we were at the Blexit event, and it was the exit of the blacks and the Latinos from the Democrat Party. And so long story short is at the end, they did this um, kind of roundtable discussion. And the last panel was um, black rappers. And one of them, at the end of it, like, they're, they're, I mean, throughout the event, it's kind of God is, you know, they're praising God and saying how God is speaking through them. And one of the black guys at the end, he goes, let's put women on pedestals, right? And so the crowd's about to start cheering, and then our group, we just yelled, beta, <laughs> really loud. And then it felt like a small shockwave, and people just were stunned. And, and even with what you're saying, it's like even within the kind of conservative movement, you have like a lot of betas, yes. and it felt like a lot of rhinos, to be honest. Yes. And it just killed the crowd. Yeah. And I'm so glad that it happened. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That's an amazing story. Um, anybody disagree with me about anything? 
I want to hear it if you do. Any questions about, about, uh-uh. No. Uh-uh, I ain't going there. Next time. Next time, Travis. Hold it. Okay. Um, no questions about anything. Yes. I want you guys and ladies to start coming with questions because I don't want to just preach at you. It'll be more to say. I do want to warn you, never, ever, ever, as long as you walk this earth, have a leader. I'm not your leader. I don't want to be your leader. God is my leader. I don't have a leader. You want God to be your leader. All right? Not some human being. And ladies, when you get married, your husband is your example. And through him, you can get to God. But no leader. All right, so don't make me your leader. And and when you have church here, once we're done, don't go and fellowship and keep on talking. You need to start living it. All right, be slow to speak and be quick to live it. You're supposed to take it and become that, live it. But don't have a leader. You don't need a leader. It's so dumb. The preachers have made you feel that you need a leader's uh, other, however you learn that organization makes you feel a leader, but you don't need a leader. Christ is your leader. He really is. So don't go and, and find another leader. People love leaders. Who like leaders? You're not going to say, uh, but you don't need a leader. You really don't. Because that leader will stand in the way of you and God. He really will. And he'll lead you straight to hell. You don't need a leader. And men, it's disgusting for a man to have a leader. How many men have leaders? No. I'm not your leader. Let me do this real fast. I saw some hands first. Let me, right here. Right, the lady, oh, right there first. And then it, the lady that bought me the watermelon socks. Yes. I should have worn my socks today. Yes. Um. Regarding anger, I think like a lot of Christians seem to think it's okay based on stuff that's in the Bible, but then I'm not sure if you, this is where you get it as well, but in Colossians, I think it's 3.8 or something, it says to rid yourself of these things, anger, rage, malice, and so forth. Yeah. I'm just curious where uh, what you think about that, because there are some contradicting, seemingly contradicting Well, to be honest with you, the Bible has been tampered with for down through the years, and people have put in the Bible whatever the generation was going on in, in those times. There is even a Bible out now that says, Our Father and Mother, which in heaven. You know, there's got to be a lesbian Bible. <laughs> so the, the, the word is written in your heart, and God does not want his children to have anger because anger is the nature of Satan, and it's very a judgmental nature to judge and to hate, to judge and to make decisions, all that kind of stuff. He wants you to be free. He really wants you to just live, just be. Become a living being and just be, and he'll do the rest through you. Right, because I, I find that people who believe that it's okay to have to be angry or even to hate evil, they're preaching that, but then their lives are, are sort of screwed up and Absolutely. they're in divorce. That's right. We're supposed to discern, stuff. not hate. Not judge. And anyone who has anger, judge, they're playing God. That's what's going on. It's so much better to live a life without judging. 
to see what's going on, but don't hate what's going on. Speak up, but don't resent. It's so much better. It's so much better. It is like amazing. It really is. So overcome the anger. Anybody has anger here? You have anger? All the time? You don't get caught off in traffic. Someone cut you in line. Do you want to overcome it? Yeah, I could use some tools to get, get over that. Go forgive your mother. Oh, I love my mother. No, you don't. I do. Well, go forgive her. I have an issue her. with my dad, though. Huh? I have an issue with my father, but... No, I, you I don't. You have an issue with your mother. See, she agrees. Go and forgive your mother, because okay. the anger that's inside of you is that of your mother. Oh, Any man that has anger is a woman. I love my mother. Men, if she, you love her, go and forgive nothing, her. Nothing wrong. If I you love her, go and forgive her. I do. I love her. I Will you forgive right her now. Will you forgive her? Most definitely. Will you go to her and say, hey, mother, I've been angry at you because you were such a witch. And I... No, I needed I'm, it. I'm sorry you can't help I'm yourself. I'm the man I am today because she was so stern with me, you know? That's the problem. Tell him that's the problem. His mom is... Uh, his mom is a big root. Yeah, you got to forgive your mother. Cause you and, looking... then, and then move to his father and forgive him, too. Yeah. No, but I and look forget... back like I needed that. You know, like... No, you didn't. You really didn't. You needed perfect love. You didn't like, need what your mother... Your mother turned you into her. Like, you have yeah, a woman's mindset. I can deal with no now. She told me no. No. And I can deal no. with no. Some people can't deal with no. No. <laughs> you don't realize, but you've been re- recreated in your mother's image. And she made you feel like it's your father, but your father can't have, handle your mother either because he's married to his mother. So he let her do that to you because he's afraid to stand up to her. He was working the whole time. She was working? That's, that's yeah. That's our relationship. I'm working. I come home. We only spend two hours or something together. Yeah. Well, give your mother if you want to be free. And you would never have to pay another uh, therapist or anyone. But you're never going to be free. You're never going to be free until you forgive your mother. But if I don't feel like I'm angry at her, what do I do then? You're taking it out on her. How, how's that? Because that is your mother. Mama Tina? You're attracted to what you hate. Oh. No, this is not my mother at all. My mom was yes, way different Why you this. yell at her then? I don't yell at her. I yes, just talk loudly because she can't yes, hear so well. you take it out on you. So what? I think he does, yes. See there? She's not listening because she can't beat me up, right? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I, re- I recommend. Do what yeah. you want. You should forgive your mother so you can overcome her and come back to yourself. Okay, I'll try. Yeah. And then you wouldn't have to pay all that money to see a therapist. It's a spiritual battle. And as long as you have that anger, you're never going to be free. You let that anger go by forgiving your mother, returning to your father, you'll be free. That's all that's wrong with you. I don't think there's anything wrong with me. And your, and your I don't think I'm wrong. I'm, I'm not angry with my mother. Do though. you tell him the truth? I try. Yeah. I mean, I could p- pretend I'm angry with my mother and then forgive her, and that's supposed to be that All right, well, just hold on to it. Well, and then your theory is, is that if you believe it en- or say it enough, then you will become that, or you will... Yeah, that's what I was right? telling you. Act nice. Just pretend to act nice, and then it just comes natural. No, but you no, can't act nice. From, you can't, you pretend, have to come from it. And then it just comes. Yeah. You know, it's like getting jump-started. Have, have you forgiven your mother? Me? Uh-huh. Yes. You went to her? Yes. And what happened? Um... It was hard on her. In what way? She denied it? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Let her deny 
you just forgive her, you'll be no, free. No, I did. I mean, I, I understand that. It doesn't mean that it doesn't still hurt and things like that. It At only moments, hurts your ego, which is fine. So, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like I had to do it because I couldn't live that way. Anymore. That's right. That's right. Well, I recommend you cut off sleeping with men until you get married because it's not going to work otherwise. It's just not going to work. And he has a lot of things he's dealing with. And you see that already. Why go into the fire? You can see that it's burning already. And so if you go into it like that, you deserve what you get. I understand that. Okay. Yes, ma'am. How long are you going to be here? I, I leave on the 9th of February. Oh, okay. I am leaving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eventually. Um, I just am a bit confused about family and how important it is and and what, like, because um, I don't come from a traditional family unit. I've got half this and half that and step this, and so I've got more tumbleweed than a tree, Yes. so to speak. Yes. So I'm really struggling with, um, am I supposed to? care about these people? I mean, obviously I care about them, but you know how... how no, you're not um, supposed to care about them. You're supposed to not to resent them. Okay, so I like I don't have to make a point of um, keeping these family that I'm reconnecting with in my life. So no. Okay. You might be better off not. If it doesn't happen naturally, let it go. Okay. Otherwise, they'll end up destroying you. Okay. Yeah, because my, my mom is still... It's, it's full on. She's full on. Have She's you had not that talk with her yet? I have. You told about the, the pasta? I did. Yes, what I did. did. She, what did you say? She, um, we had very different recollections of what happened. What did you tell her? I asked her, I said, Jesse wanted me to ask you. You said Jesse wanted you to ask I did. Coward. I know. Well, you did ask me to ask her. And, but it was um, for you, though. I know. And, but I, okay, I used you as an excuse. Um, oh, to drop it out scared. there. You got to go back and do it on your own. See, I know. See, and she, she's just um, not... She's so afraid of her mother. You got to step. You got to shake intense. in your She's intense. She's intense. But both of us. Oh, so here's the thing. That we, there's, there's three of us. There's myself, her, and another best friend of ours. Right. And then also her sister. So there's really kind of like four of us. And we've all had these really strong, like, you know, in your mind, you think they're strong, but they're really weak. And that's yes. what I learned about my mom. That's right. They're it's, really weak. She really was weak in her situation. And she couldn't find the happiness within herself, you know, and that's why I had to forgive her because I felt like my mom is like, it's her own truth that she's not living. She doesn't have a truth. Don't say that anymore. That's from Oprah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I didn't think about it that way. But, but I mean, no it's such like, thing as your own truth. And I was raised. Really, it doesn't even exist. But I mean, I, well, you know, we have these three strong moms and it, it's hard to face them. And so, but one of the best pieces of advice I got once was don't expect from others what they're not capable of giving. Bad advice. Oh, well, I thought it was a good advice. At least it helped me deal. No, I mean, as long as you don't resent and don't be angry at, forgive, and you won't expect anything. Yeah, and so that statement, though, led me there. In a way. That statement kind of led me okay. to that place. Right. Just because it helped me get over the hurt. Like in that sense, like cause she would hurt me a lot with the things she would say and yes. do. Yes. And so I was like, oh, well, I can't expect her not to hurt me, you know, so I need to let it go. Because his cho- the person that I had the conversation with said, you have a choice. Either the only person you can change is yourself. And they you can't ha- change yourself. 
Well, I think you can do things differently. No. No? No. Oh. Of yourself, you can do nothing. It's either God in us or Satan in us. We're oh. not in control. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, it, he said, then she's going to have to go along with you or against you. And it's up to you to either allow it or not allow it. I thought that was a good thought. At least it got me there. But anyways, my mom and I, she has now since passed on. and Good. And uh, we are... I had forgiven her before that, oh, way good. before that. So, were you like like dad happy with you like the witch is dead? No. Oh, you should have. No. Go back and do that. No, <laughs> I can't. No, but I'm glad you forgave her. Why don't you? Why are you so afraid of your mother? I'm, I'm not afraid of her. But then you said Jesse said. I know. And she got really, really thingy that like you would think something bad of her that that she gave me pot when I was young. You know, so like she, she turned the whole thing onto her. Yeah, it was all about her. You know, I said, okay, well, I we might have a different recollection of what happened, but it did happen. I did smoke pot when I was twelve. That is an actual fact. And she gave but it she to turned you. it all around. Yes, I remember her giving it to me. She does not, will not. She remembers. She just won't admit she's it. She's not going and there. I told her because she's not. It's really hard because then she's got to look at herself. Yeah, ma. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she's not going there and turned it all on her. But listen, no. you come all the way from New Zealand. I know, that's do why I want to do this right, Jesse. I want to do this You right. go to her and say, look, I realize you gave me pot when I was 12. You did this, and I've been resenting you for it. I'm sorry, I realize now that you couldn't help yourself. You're not going to get your courage until you face Mama. And we may not get the answer we want to hear either. But don't but even we have want to, be okay to hear that, an answer. Yeah, we have to be okay with that. Yeah, don't even want to hear an answer because you're going to forgive her. If she admits it, fine. If she doesn't, fine. If she says, I'm sorry, that's fine. If she starts crying, that's fine. If she starts yelling, that's fine. Yeah, my mom if never she said she was sorry. And die, that's fine. Yeah, my mom did not say she was sorry. Oh, see that? You forgive. It's not up to her. You yeah. for, you're suffering because you have not forgiven her so God can forgive you. Yeah, don't don't expect anything. Right. That makes sense? It, it does. And I truly do forgive her in my heart. No, I you really, don't. I truly do. If you did, you wouldn't be afraid to tell her. Okay, so I go to her again for my third time now. <laughs> and Were I, you high when you went to her pot? I'm trying to think. I might have been. <laughs> no, seriously. You know, it's a real, real issue. It's, it's gnarly. You got to face your mother, and then you'll be free. Okay. I keep doing it. I'm even staying with her. It's like, Can you help her? Can you go with her? Yeah, I would absolutely go with her and sit with her. Take her with you. It, it might be easier to have a buffer. She she doesn't talk well with me. You know, when it's just me and her. You. Like if it was, well, my mom hated me. Yeah. I know my that. mom hates me. I know she hates me. You know something? The mothers hate their own children. Yeah. But you got to go. I got to hang up. But I mean, I not hang I'm up. Sorry. You got to go and forgive her, though. Yeah. Everybody, don't let Satan give you an excuse for not facing your mothers. Don't make up any excuse. Don't write a note. Don't make a phone call. Go to them so you can get your courage back. I have been saying it, though, to her, just like we're talking right now. Uh-uh, but you haven't forgiven her. Because it won't bother you anymore. Right. It won't bother it you won't anymore, bother, Sean, when she doesn't, when she's not responding, then it, that's what he's trying to say is it just won't bother you anymore. Okay. It won't bother you anymore that you're not getting the right answer. It won't bother you anymore that she thinks she didn't give it to you. We all know the truth. We all know the truth. 
And so right, if she lied, I don't remember that. She doesn't need you remember it. Right. But then it just turned into this big thing about her, you know. And but so that's we fine. Had to, you still say, look, you say what you want, I forgive you. And that, so I'm I sorry did. for holding that against you. I did say that. Okay. I promise I did. I said, look, I, I, we have a different recollection. I just want you to know that this is. Don't say no, we have a. Okay. Let her think she really believes it. Right. Just say, you yeah. know what, Mom, you can say what you want. I just want to let you know I forgive you. I'm sorry you can't help yourself. Just like none of us can help to do the thing we have done. Okay. She, that spirit in her is in you. And she's still got a handle over me. What? So she's still got control over me. Because you have forgiven her. Right, okay. Once you forgive her, she can never control you again. All right, this is third time lucky I'm doing it. Okay. It. <laughs> Let me know before you go back to New Zealand. I, I will. I Amazing. Will. Thank you. Yes, sir. You had your hand, right? Okay, real fast. Man, facing mom is like facing Satan. <laughs> yes. I just want to ask you if, if anyone uh, had a dream about a nu- nuclear bomb. You had a dream about a nuclear bomb? Yes, sir. And then I was talking to my cousin. It was my cousin. And I don't know oh, what... Oh, this is your cousin? Yeah, this is my hey, cousin. Hey, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I never take important to, to the dreams, but then I, I told this guy, and he was like, man, I, I had one too. And it was the same thing. And it happened two days ago. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. Had you had dinner before you went to bed? <laughs> okay. Had you had? Yeah. You yes, been I have. smoking pot just before the bed? No, sir. You, no. you drink? No. Don't make it be a deal. Okay, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what I If God wants you to know okay. something, he'll make it clear. Exactly. Okay. He really will. If you got to wonder about it, it's not for you to know. Don't try to figure out anything. It'll be made clear. Awesome. Good question, though. All right. Yeah. Any question, cuz? Uh, no. Okay. Anything you disagree with? No. Okay. Are you a beta male? Um, hopefully not. Oh, you might be? Um... No, I don't, I don't. I don't really get controlled. I, I like to stay in my place. <laughs> you like to stay in your place? I mean, I like to. Um, how do I say? It? Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Who said that? Uh, mama. <laughs> <laughs> don't let mama put words in your mouth. Right, right, right. <laughs> Are you, you, what do you mean? You like to stay in your place? Uh, I, I meant to like. Um, yeah, stand my ground. Like I, I don't. Who like said that? <laughs> Who said stand your ground? Your friend just said it. No. Who said stand your ground? Mama, <laughs> don't ever speak for other people. That's what mothers do with children. Say hi. Say bye. Say I love you. Say, don't speak for people. Right. All right. Yeah. So we you mean stand your ground. I mean stay your place. I meant stand my ground, but like, um, I don't know. I just, I like to have. How like, old are you? I'm 18. I just turned. Oh, 18. you're a baby. Yeah. You you living with your mama? Uh, with my dad. Oh, you and your father live together? Uh, my father and my sister. Oh, okay. Are you gonna move out soon? Um, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Get a job. Get your own place. Move right. away. Right. And grow up. Yeah. I'm glad. Any questions for me? Um, no. Yeah. So why are you? Is this your first time here? Uh, second time. Oh, you speaking for him? You feel like mama? Uh, no, I don't. Oh. Why are you speaking for him? Uh, I saw him uh, struggle. So. Huh? Some struggle a little bit. What's your struggle? Oh, you Not saw me. him struggle. Yeah. Let him struggle. That's how he grows up. Grow up. That's true. Yeah. Don't stop him from growing up. He may have to suffer through it without consciousness. So it's okay. Any questions? Uh, no. Okay. Um, yeah, you wanted to say the last word. Yeah. I, I saw his head. I wouldn't let him talk before. Remember? Yeah. Hey, okay. So now I can talk. Okay. Uh, Make it short. Okay, all I want to do is make a comment about uh, 
we're all, from my experience, I can see that we're all programmed to be this uh, beta person. So, Are you a beta male? Oh, man, I got to overcome that. Are yeah. you a beta male? Yeah, I am. I mean, yeah. get it like back I, to like, the guy in front of you now. Like, I, uh, like when I said, can I make a comment? You said no. So <laughs> that was my beta side. Oh, good. <laughs> You know, you had your hand, right? No, uh, just uh, regarding uh, abortion in Utah, if you're uh, married, the man has to consent for the abortion. And the Mormons oh, pass that. But if you're not married, then you don't have a say if, if your woman wants an abortion. If you're not married, you don't have so, it. You so there's people a making say. a difference. Because you had to make it a baby out of wedlock anyway. Right. So you can't have a say. That's the way it is. I really appreciate you all coming. You, this is your first time. You have any questions for me, young lady? Anything you disagree with? Is your dad beta or alpha? Uh, he's a beta. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you say he's a beta? Well, he told me about you, and he told me that he is, and he's trying to overcome that. Oh, okay. You but got... I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you dating? Um, no. Have you been dating? Yes. And what happened? With dating? Uh-huh. A lot of things. You tried to, you tried to control him? Uh, yeah, I think so. And why? Because he couldn't control himself. Oh, so you're going to control him for him? Don't ever do that anymore. Yeah. Next time you meet a man, if he is not self-controlled, walk away. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. You've been married? Are you married? No. Never been married? Mm-mm. Good. So no man that is not in control. The worst thing that happened to a woman to have a man that's out of control. I'm glad you came, all right? Anything you disagree with me about? Nothing? Oh, good. All right. All right, so here's what I recommend, folks. Do the silent prayer. Get to know yourself. And no matter what happens in life, stay with the prayer. If you get angry or if you accidentally have sex, no such thing as an accident. But that's what they call it sometimes. (laughs) But if you smoke pot or whatever, don't get angry. Don't judge yourself. And it'll fall away. It will fall away. It's just old things you picked up in that fallen state. And then I want you to encourage you to love what's right with all your heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else. Speak up, but don't resent. Don't resent. Speak up, but don't resent. Don't be afraid to speak up. And it's okay to be white. We have White History Month in July. <laughs> it's okay to be white. All right? We got to take back our world, really, especially our country. And the only reason these people are winning, because you are afraid. They are afraid of you. That's why they pass laws. That's why they falsely accuse you. That's why they attack you, because they are children of the lie, and they are afraid. But you just don't know it because you have fear. I had a good conversation with Roseanne Barr and... Some other guests we had on. What was that one we had Friday? That young guy? Jink? Oh, yeah. Um, What's his name, Hassan Piker. You know who he is? Nobody know who he is? You know who he is? He was on the Father's Day. It was amazing. I can't wait for you to see it. And what I realized is, and and it's not me. It's just that I have no fear. I had fear when I was growing up. I literally have no fear. I have perfect love. And in that, I trust that God got my back on everything. And so I tell the truth. I don't back down. 
And I just tell them, if I'm wrong, okay, I'm wrong. If I'm right, I'm standing. You can have as many hissy fits as you want. You can walk away. I don't care. You're not going to turn me away from God. So we need that back in America, folks. And we really need the men to stand up. God needs you to stand up. He wants you to. It's awful that men are weak. And especially millennial men. Millennial men are half man and half woman. The half man part like to work and the half woman part is afraid. Millennial men, you got to get over this. You're not the only one. Older men are afraid too, but the millennials really got it bad. Have you noticed that? Yeah. We got to get over that. God is with you. He loves you. The only thing that's holding you back is that you have anger in your heart. Let the anger go, men and women. You'll be free just like that. And you got to forgive your mothers. And all honesty, your mother set you up. She set you up and then she played victim. And then made you identify with her. You take on her identity. And now dad looked like the bad guy. And you identify with mama. With mama is really the one that's setting you up to fail. She's not a victim. Anything but victim. So watch that and forgive your mothers. Men and women. And you can overcome and be free. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. I know we're over time, but we are out of time. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, tweet, comment, and donate. We need your donations. Also, we have new shirts on the Father's State. Can they see me? I mean, on the uh, Bond Info, right? See the shirt? This is new. And then it has the thing on the back that says, Rebuilding Rebuilding the Family by Rebuilding the Man. So check out the shirts, too, all right? And uh, thank you all for tuning in, and thank you all for tuning in as well, uh, coming in. I appreciate it. <laughs>